Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. With Bill Belichick, you mentioned if he wants to coach again. Remember when we talked about Tom Brady leaving New England and how every team in the league should evaluate their quarterback situation and decide whether or not they should move on from their quarterback? Well, Bill Belichick is available, and I can tell you that the widespread feeling around the league is that he's going to be available. Why would every team not look at their coaching situation and wonder? We're leaning out on Bill Belichick that this will wind up dissolving on Monday or Tuesday or whenever it does. Mike Reese said they're scheduled to meet Monday. Everybody believes he's going to be moving on. And the question of the offseason will be, where does Bill Belichick coach next? Because Sam, he wants to coach next. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. Bill Belichick has said as much. He reiterated as much yesterday after the game. Again, this morning, he's going to be coaching next year, I think. Although I did note Tommy Curran discussing the idea of Bill taking a year off and going to do TV. Caught my eye. We'll get to that later on this hour here on Jones and Mego with Arcan. It's hour number two. A lot of you waiting patiently. We'll get to you. We'll also get to Mike Vrabel, hot name here in New England. Ben Volan threw it out months ago that he would be a home run hire here in New England. He's back in the news cycle, so was Volan ahead of things? Maybe. Uh, speaking of Ben Volan, what's the latest from him, Mego? You just were telling me a few items from Volan here uh, from the Boston Globe in the last break. Yeah, hot from the web, bostonglobe.com. This is Ben Volan. Take it as you want. He had a couple new details about what may play out here and the various players in it. He says, Belichick is a football lifer who isn't ready to fade into retirement, goes into the record. He says he wants to turn around the Patriots and the damage done to his legacy from the last four seasons, and he isn't thinking just of himself. Oh? He also has two sons on his coaching staff with wives and children at home who I'm told, Ben's told, have impressed upon their father that they don't want to move to a new city. <laughs> oh, so they don't want dad dad to move? What are we supposed to do? Go out and find new houses? Yeah. We gotta go rent somewhere? Wait we gotta a put pull the kids out of school? Wait a minute. Put them in school somewhere else? Nobody in the NFL has to do this. Wait a minute. Dad dad, don't don't go somewhere and, and make us move with you. Like, spoiler alert, you guys can go get jobs if you're qualified anywhere. You could you could if you're qualified, you could stay on this staff if you're you don't have to go with Dada. You don't have to do that. There's a little bit more in here. He gets into how difficult he believes Ben Volan thinks it would be to bring in a GM and have them take over those responsibilities, those personnel responsibilities from Bill Belichick. And he says this, except there is a scenario that might not be so crazy. 
A couple of names have, emer- have emerged that could save Belichick. After all, the first step would be to hire a new front office executive. It would have to be someone both the Crafts and Belichick respect and have a relationship with. Where have we heard that before? Hmm. hmm. I don't know. Maybe this time last year. That person very well could be Scott Pioli. The former vice president of player personnel for the Patriots and three-time NFL executive of the year, Pioli, 58, has been out of the NFL since leaving the Falcons front office in May 2019, but has remained around the game with consulting projects and working with the league office. He goes back with Belichick to the 1992 Browns, and they still have a good relationship. Pioli is also well-regarded by the Crafts and has been communicating with them in recent weeks, league sources say. Pioli, who also served as Chiefs general manager and Falcons assistant GM, would be open to returning to the Patriots with or without Belichick, I'm told. Okay. I don't want Scott Pioli. How old is Scott Pioli? I was just looking this up. 58. Did you say that? I'm sorry. Yes. So he's 58 years old. I was looking up his his history because uh, Volan's not wrong. He was working in Atlanta, but he was an assistant GM to Tom Dimitrov there. Okay. His last run as general manager in the NFL was over a decade ago. 2012 was his final year in Kansas City. You want to know how when he struck out on his own away from Brady and away from Belichick, how Pioli did? Four and 12, 10 and six, made the playoffs with mm. Matt Castle. Seven and nine, two and 14 uh-uh. over a decade ago. Not interested. Don't want him. And if he's here, is that any different? Bill would still have all the power. So that would be like a figurehead message to the fan base or whatever that like, hey, we're reigning in Bill a little bit, but it wouldn't change anything. Just like bringing in Bill O'Brien this year didn't change anything. It feels exactly like the Bill O'Brien half measure, doesn't it? Yes. And if they're already talking to him, does that illustrate if they do bring Scott Pioli in and Bill Belichick remains head coach, does that feel like a good faith search into what the next chapter of the Patriots is going to look like? Of course not. Of course not. So I'm not doing that. Arkan, you want Pioli? No. And if they go that way, then I'm not going to be blaming Bill for this anymore. It's going to fall on Kraft. If he can't if he can't break away, if he insists on not just keeping Bill around, but also bringing in his friends and, and making it more of, you know, this like golden parachute to, to the bottom of the standings, then I'm not really going to be. It's not even Bill's fault at that point anymore. Kraft's allowing this. If Kraft lets this goes on, go on again after this whole thing with O'Brien, if you let that go on again with the personnel, which is really the big problem here more so than the coaching is the personnel if that happens again then this no longer becomes a bill problem it's now a craft problem okay it's our big question of the day up now at jones and mego you can weigh in 617-779-7937 do you want bill belichick to return to the pats if he's willing to sacrifice personnel control to say scott pioli as ben volan suggested in the globe uh 69 of you say yes you can vote there and discuss it on the phones we'll get to Vrabel in a moment but a lot of you waiting patiently including joseph in newport rhode island go ahead joseph Hello. So, um, I think Bill Belichick should be gone. That and that he wants him to go to the Chargers is where he wants him to go to. Joseph, I want you to know that was Ryan who hung up on you. He wants him to go to the Chargers. I don't think he's going to the Chargers. That's it, Bill Belichick. You heard it from the kids. I think he's going to go to the fans of the future. Say you're gone. I think he's going to go to the Falcons. Mego said Commanders earlier. Or can you think Cowboys? Which is interesting. Uh, how about John in Norton? Go ahead, John. Yeah. So all these people that think bring back Bill and. Give someone else a GM. Bill is a vindictive son of a bitch, and if he, they draft people he doesn't want, he's not going to play them. One thing that no one mentioned that I picked up on yesterday, that he benched Mac Jones yesterday and took the whoever the guy is they signed 10 days ago. Nate, that Nate can't, know anything, yeah. can't know anything about the offense. 
I almost looked at his bill saying, "This I'm go, I'm leaving out the door and I'm giving it to Mac high and dry on my way out." Okay, gross. But let's uh, <laughs> let's get to Mego. Did you hear a little something on Mac Jones and Bill's decision to bench him yesterday? Ma- make him inactive. Forget bench him. He's benched him a million times this year. Make him inactive and make a show of it and embarrass him. Did you hear a little something about Mac? Heard that he heard it when everybody else did. When inactives were announced, that's when Mac Jones found out his position during the game. They asked him about it after the game, and he's like, well, I didn't practice a lot this week. so That was, to, that was today, right? Was the, today. Writing, yeah, the writing yeah. was on the wall. <laughs> You're like, okay, I guess I'm okay, not but, in this game But he wasn't, at, he wasn't informed until everyone else. I mean, yeah. look. Probably could tell, yeah. I don't get why Mac had been active the last few weeks, so I have zero problem with him being inactive, but I don't get how for the last week of the year you do it and you don't tell him. I don't get that unless you're trying to make a show of it and you're trying to, you know, embarrass him one last time or whatever it was, and they don't let him know is something Mego heard. Bill probably said, this is my last game, and I'm not putting that guy in. <laughs> That's it. They're gonna, you're, both of them are going to have to get injured if you want him to play in my last game. F you, Robert. <laughs> I'm not playing him. Uh, meanwhile, let's get to Mike Vrabel. Uh, this is Burt Breer. I think on pregame yesterday, I forget when he said this, before the game, I believe, uh, discussing Mike Vrabel and, uh, well, the potential of him being out in Tennessee, which seems more likely today based on some of the reporting and the potential of him winding up here. I think the question for Mike and going into his meeting with Amy Adams Strunk this week is going to be how he feels about the future of the franchise, how they're set up, how the front office is set up relative to coaching. All of those things are things that they're going to have to discuss because they reset all that stuff after firing John Robinson a year ago. And remember, Mike Vrabel has come up in systems where the head coach had a lot of power. He you know, was drafted by Bill, Bill Cowher in Pittsburgh, obviously played a lot of years here for Bill Belichick, um, and then worked for Urban Meyer and Bill O'Brien as an assistant coach coming up. So I think those are going to be the questions, how that thing is set up and what the future looks like. The owner absolutely loves him, so I don't think she's going to give him away. But, you know, if it did come to a point where there was some sort of parting, and the Patriots would be near the top of the list and probably near the top of Vrabel's list as well. Okay, so that last part is interesting. He'd be near the top of Vrabel's list. He's not going to come cheaply or he's not going to come for free. Amy Adams Strunk isn't just going to give him away, Burt Breer says. I'm not real interested in trading for him. But let's take me out of it. How realistic of a of a target do you think he is, Mego? Do you think it's do you think it's Gerard Mayo? Do you think it's Flores's name who's come up? Or do you think there's something really to all this smoke around Mike Vrabel? I feel like if the name keeps coming up and coming up, it means that somebody is having somebody of real importance is having discussions about it. I agree with you, though. I don't want to give up like a, your first rounder for Mike Vrabel. Not when you need a quarterback, or at least if you want Marvin Harrison Jr., don't give that up. I think the Vrabel thing, when he was up there, I know it was because he was going to the Patriots Hall of Fame and it wasn't some other you know thing here. But That visual? That visual really is hard to shake. You know, him up there and just all the love in that room and basically contrasting that with the way the Crafts have looked at pretty much every single other game this year, you know, and their puffy jackets leaving in a huff, <laughs> getting out of there because the team's getting the crap kicked out of them. That stood out. That really did. And the more I think about it, the more I think it's probably going to be someone like that because, you know, for all intents and purposes – He's not part of the Bill Belichick coaching tree. He played here, and he's re- uh, recognizable by the fans, but he's not part of He doesn't have the stink of Bill on him like that. Oh, not like these other guys. There's do. stink of Bill, maybe less, but there is stink of Bill on Mike Vrabel. So I'm steering clear of it. I'm definitely not giving up draft capital to get Mike Vrabel. I wouldn't. But start wrapping your head around it. That's a name that's out there. That's a name that keeps getting linked to the Patriots. That's one that potentially could be replacing Bill. Uh, you can weigh in on all of it. 617-779-7937. Do you want Bill back if he'd relinquish personnel power to, say, Scott Pioli 
Uh, where is Bill going? Uh, we talked about that earlier. We can get back into it. Atlanta, Carolina, Washington, Dallas, maybe Philly. All these names keep coming up. All these teams keep coming up over and over again. And what do you want the Patriots to do in the draft? We'll continue to discuss those things. Plus, is Bill O'Brien back? Where's Mac Jones going? What about Gerard Mayo? What's his role in all of it? We can get to that along with a little bit of breaking news here on the Red Sox or a former Red Sox in Trending with Christian Arkin. Guess who got that J-O-B young? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Some things we just can't talk about. We're not going to be talking about Solomon. It's Jones and Mako. So I went down this rabbit hole. Ooh, tough transition. On WEEI. When you go back to... April, May, June, heading toward training camp. Did you think this team, as constructed with the roster and the coaching staff, was built to contend for a playoff spot and maybe a championship? Yeah, well, the, the moves that we made, uh, you know, given the options that we had, we felt like we do what was best for the football team uh, each time. Obviously, the results aren't, aren't good. Um, some of those things were, I think, positive. Um, some of them didn't work out as well as we hope they would uh, and there were other circumstances and and some of the other decisions as well so we'll go back and look at all of them and and um you know and again look forward to you know working towards uh you know solutions and and things that'll improve our team okay so minor takeaway on that answer from bill belichick today mike hurley with the question he said the moves that we made given the options that we had we did what we felt was best for the football team. What does that mean? Does that just mean, like, the names that were out there, this is the best we could have done, or was that like a subtle shot at Robert Kraft? Could like, be, could be. Given the options we had, I mean, I, I couldn't spend any money. What do you want me to do? I, I, In my final breakup press conference a year ago, I said we're 27th in spending, and we've had to correct the last couple of years. And now he comes out after this year, and he's like, well, you know, given the options we had, we did the best with what we could. That felt like a little shot at Kraft to me and his spending. I don't begrudge you for reading into it that way. 
It's also bullcrap, by the way. It's total freaking bullcrap. What is that? What if that's what he's trying to say that he was you, you know hamstrung been, by Kraft? Okay, but like this could, past season, I think that's signed, total bullcrap. Okay, well they didn't spend on anybody, so there was no money to spend. They but, gave money to uh, Devontae Parker that could have gone to no, DeAndre I, Hopkins. I understand. No, they could have used the money they had uh, more wisely. But the last two years, Arkan, they barely spent, and Fine. you know, you know that. I mean, they had minimal money to spend. They could have spent on better players, obviously. But, like, you don't think Robert Kraft has limited the spending? He has in a sense, but not to the point that it was so restrictive that there's nothing he could have possibly done, that he was out of options. and no, they, Robert Kraft's spending didn't make him pick three defensive players to start the nope. draft when he needed help on offense. Like, that was all Bill. That's true. That's true. Parker over Hopkins. That was all Bill. There was money there for that. Sure. But there are also plenty of other guys who, I don't know, were big-ticket guys in free agency they didn't even sniff. That's true. And so that might have made but a I difference. But, I mean, what, what else is new with that? No, but I'll, look, so I don't think Bill's necessarily wrong. I think it's, you know, it's a sneaky little answer, a weaselly answer, which which we've already discussed he's had earlier today. I don't think he's totally wrong to say spending has been limited. But I do think that speaks to a little of the, the push-and-pull friction between Kraft and Belichick, if you choose to read into it that way. Arkan, uh, do you know anyone in Brockton? Um... Anyone in Brockton? Yeah. Somebody this? in the Twitch chat every day, once Arcan starts talking, I guess uh, writes into the Twitch chat, louder, Arcan, louder. Like you've got some hype man in Brockton yeah. that comes on here every day and is I'd your like cheerleader. Add, I've noticed that before. E from Brockton in the Twitch chat. Is that, is that. It's my flavor. I'm like, nobody needs no, Arcan to be louder. No, but is that He's right? He's the loudest Everyone, person on the show. But is that an Arcan hype man or is that somebody mocking how loud Arcan talks? Oh. It's oh, a good question. Yeah, is that? I feel like you're. Is that like you're, I have voice modulation? Like I kind of, I kind of took it that way. I think you're taking it that way because you didn't realize that Martha was mocking you every time you drove up to the gate at <laughs> Gillette. You're like, "Hey, how are we doing?" My girl Martha, <laughs> my girl Martha, she's happy we haven't been down may there. Be my best. You I thought mean, you thought you had a bit going with her, and day. I was like, "No, she hates you." Every day I would roll down my window and say hi, and she did. She refused to. She's no longer opening her door to say hi anymore. Uh, poor Martha. We'll see you next football season, Martha. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's see. I don't know if that's a. Uh, I don't. I. I did not take that to be an Arcan hype man. Uh, anyway, what's the what's Curran reporting? Uh, well, you said it in trending Arcan. Yeah, Curran is reporting uh, not to expect an announcement on Bill Belichick's future to come today. Uh, he tweeted that about ten minutes ago. Mego, don't say the gif where it came from. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe we've had that conversation before oh, at a break that, that we had almost the same exact the thing second, happen. The second you said it, I Herman. looked at Ryan. Uh, Why did they make a show's name that you can't just say? That's ridiculous. Well, no, you can't say it you can on probably terrestrial say it, radio. I can, mean, you can you say, say it, it on radio in Canada? Because I know it's originally a Canadian show. No, I don't know. I don't know. Let's not focus on the gift. Uh, <laughs> you no, brought it up. No announcement from no, Bill Belichick you today. You brought it yeah, up. No announcement from Bill Belichick today or about Bill Belichick today, which both of you want, by the way. You guys want this. We did a show poll last week. A bunch of you voted in it. I said, make the announcement Monday. Anything past Monday is moronic. You wanted two or three days, Arcan. Mego, you wanted a week. So you guys you guys must like this update from Curran, right? I'm just not surprised by it. I think that's what I said to start this show, that I didn't think that the that we were going to hear anything about what happened in the meeting today. No we decision. We should. Nothing specific about Bill's future, at least out of this meeting. More wishy-washiness out of craft. You like this, though, Arcan? So yeah. it can be, it can be as, I think, um, who had this earlier today? Maybe, uh, I don't remember who reported it, but I, I saw this. It was one of the New York writers, I think who was like, yeah, you're not going to fire Bill on the Monday. You're going to separate him from the other names. You can't do him dirty like this. Yeah, he was basically to take me last week. That's, Maybe. Uh, I mean, exactly no, what I no and I know that's your stance, but yeah. just I don't agree with it. Uh, Rivera and Arthur Smith, we've all, like, moved on. They all got fired this morning. 
That was hours ago. If they if they announced right now Bill Belichick, we're no longer going to link it to those names. He already is separate from those names would be my point. What What's waiting till Tuesday or Wednesday going to do? What does that do? Nothing really, aside from the fact that he's not just a f- coach getting fired on Black Monday, like all the other ones. And he doesn't want to make it look like he's getting fired at all. I think that's really what it is. It's about not making it look like Bill Belichick's getting fired. And it's about we're really mutual... digesting it and meeting right. together and talking it out, and, and it's, it's mutual. A mutual thing, and yeah. we have to meet to make sure it's Good. mutually uh, so it's beneficial. All, so it's all for show, and it's, it's crap? It's all bull crap, yeah. Okay. But I also right. don't think it's going to cut into their search all that much. How much? If how, it's a day more than the other one. How much are we doing for show and for PR and, you know, for spin. How, how much of the last two months has been that? And does Robert, Kraft, does Robert Kraft care about doing the right thing for the football team, or does he just care about how he looks? Well, this considering all the stuff he leaked all year, I wouldn't say he really cares about either one. You know, I mean, he, he said all these things. Tommy Curry told Tommy Curran, I've made a decision after the Germany game. Well, maybe it wasn't him well, specifically. I, was say, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know that it was him. Was I'm him. just saying I think that came from the Kraft camp, okay? Maybe not from him directly, but right. A lot of things leaked out there that we yeah, know came different from the Kraft. it's different to leak it than put your name on it. Sure, but leaking it still has the same effect, doesn't it? I mean, it's the same kind of thing. If you're looking for it to be elegant and good and, you know, not to embarrass Bill Belichick, you could have done way better this year okay. uh, with handling that, of course. I just... It feels to me like he's more worried about how he looks and his legacy and PR than the football team. I just outed current source. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, I think you're right. He was I, sitting right next to Kraft no, and I mean, he told look, him right in his ear. If I had to guess, his source goes pretty high. It could be Robert, for all I know. I'm just saying, I don't, we don't, we don't know. That Sorry, that Tommy. Yeah, it could, it could be, it could be Robert. It could be Jonathan. It could be somebody close to them. I think it's high up because Kern's the only one who has it. A lot of other people don't have it. All oh, that means he's making it up. Yeah, or he's got a totally, good source. Yeah. Or he's got a good source. Uh, 617, maybe the best source. Uh, 617-779-7937. Uh, we'll get into some of the other jobs here. Bill O'Brien, Mac Jones, Gerard Mayo, et cetera. But let's get to some calls. A lot of you waiting patiently, including Ryan in Maryland. Go ahead, Ryan. Ryan. Uh, yeah, thank you for taking my call. I'm a longtime transplanted New England Patriot fan down here in Maryland. Where are you and, in uh, Maryland? I got to know. Oh, God. Uh, I'm in Rockville, Maryland. Are oh you familiar God. with that area? Wow, oh Rockville. Holy Ryan, cow. I'm from Olney. Oh, wow. You're just a stone's throw away. I know. Wow. I know. Right there with SVP. That's, He's wow. from Brookville. So interesting. Oh, it's cool. Well, do you guys have a gas That's station so there cool. in a supermarket? We do. Uh, no, I don't. No, no I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, you know, a loyal federal government worker. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. Great. Um, but anyway, I, I agree with all of your points. I thoroughly enjoy listening to you. Um, to get the Patriot angle, I mean, you know, I follow the I follow the Washington team, but it gets ad nauseum because uh-huh. they, that's all they talk about. And um, I, I agree with your points, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I think you know Belichick has done a wonderful job in the past twenty years. I respect what he has done. I think it's passing him by, and I would be in favor of of them moving on from from Bill Belichick. I, I think they need to get a newer. Um, perspective uh, across the board with, with the coach that's in sync with the college game. They need to get personnel people that know how to evaluate better. Yeah. I mean, the missteps Ryan, in the draft. Ryan, is, real quick, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, so uh, the Twitch chat wants to, to say something, and I'm very curious mm-hmm. about this. Can you say? Can you pronounce a word for us here? It's very controversial on this show. Can you say the word Wait, wolf? No, he, he's say, he's on, a Ryan? native Ryan, New say, Englander. Ryan, say the word wolf. Wolf. 
Wolf. So that's that's how it's pronounced. Heard the L. He's how, a native New no, Englander. I, I understand. I understand. I didn't know if his accent maybe had been uh, uh, taken First over all, by the time he went down. I just want to say, there. Ryan, best caller of the day so far. People from Maryland, so reasonable. Like just he's not. He's from not from Maryland. Maryland. Okay, yeah, yeah but you he's just been said there. That. You just got done explaining how he's not that from Maryland. Now he's reasonable. But he's he has, like you, except he, the opposite. He I feel bad up. for him. He said he has to listen to people talk about one football team all the time on radio ad nauseum. I can't imagine. He had a tremendous line. What did he say? He said, uh, yeah, no, we would never do something I'm like that. I'm just a humble federal employee. No, what did he say? He said, uh, that was my favorite part. No, he said, like I he don't. He was being questioned about I January 6th. I don't listen to you. He's actually a member of the Secret Service. I'm I don't listen to you employee. for your Patriots takes, is what he said. No, no, no. I don't, I don't listen to that. Uh, so, anyway, there you go. No, that's good. Uh, Harris Teeter talk, anything else? My my uh, my mother-in-law has a Harris am Teeter I, down the road. Am I allowed to say Harris Teeter? Yeah, that's allowed. Okay. Harris Teeter allowed. Uh, the show you referenced Wonderful earlier. Wonderful produce section. Not Things that allowed. make it into George Carlin's seven dirty Please? words. No. Please do not talk about your mother-in-law as Harris Teeter. <laughs> yeah, do not. Do not look that up on Urban Dictionary or a work computer. Your mother's mother-in-law's Harris Teeter. <laughs> Illegal in many states. Uh, Keith is in Massachusetts. Go ahead. Uh, hi. Thanks for taking my call. I have uh, I, I have a, a take on Bill, Bill uh, Belichick. I don't understand, though. It seems like the, the everybody's saying Bill Belichick has the leverage because he's got another year left on his contract and that uh, and and I don't understand that. It's if, if Kraft is going to have to give him twenty twenty five million or whatever, why don't they just say you're still an employee but you're not a coach or the GM and, and set him on ice? Now he doesn't want to do that because he wants to get his coaching record. But um, it sounds when they say that he's got all the leverage, I don't understand that. Why can't they do that to help facilitate a trade if that's what they wanted to do? Because it seems like. You know, if he wants the record, he wants to go somewhere. He doesn't want to sit out a year. Yeah. Okay. So Florio's laid this out a lot. Maybe we can play this clip, Ryan. I know you pulled this from last night on uh, on Football Night in America, NBC. I, I don't think a trade is happening. I know that that's what you want to see happen, Mego, and and maybe it will happen. Uh, Florio's been ruling this out for a while. Let's let him explain why a trade isn't happening. Well, you know, guys, this year was the clincher, but the relationship went off the rails last year when Bill Belichick insisted on taking longtime defensive coach Matt Patricia and making him the offensive coordinator. That was a debacle. So here we are, five years of no postseason wins and a sense that he is just too resistant to change and innovate, even though he's still regarded as an excellent game day coach. The big question is what label will be used? Will it be a firing? Will it be a mutual parting? There's been speculation about a potential trade. That is highly unlikely. Too many moving parts, takes too long, and there's no reason for Belichick to ever go along with that arrangement. Okay, so I I don't think Bill will play ball on that either. And... Furthermore, the con- the bill contract thing to me is just so irrelevant. If, if he does get traded, then the contract would go with him. If he does coach somewhere else, then there will be offset language in the deal, so the crafts won't be on the hook for the full thing. The only wild card is if he takes a year off, and we're going to get to that coming up uh, maybe in 20 minutes. Uh, Tommy Curran discussed that on the NBC Sports Boston uh, postgame show yesterday, the idea of Bill taking a year off and doing TV. Kraft would be on the hook for that in that scenario, but I... I don't think Bill's taking a year off because the caller suggested he wants the wins record. So yeah. I don't I don't see that I, playing I, it out just, that way. It feels like that would be something that he would do even 10 years ago. Now it's just, I think he's looking at it year to year, what he can get done. Yeah. You're 71. How many years can you take off? And I don't mean for like your actual mortality, but like how many more years do you have as a football coach? He's not going to waste one on the sidelines uh, of the NFL, I don't think. Uh, Phil's in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Phil. Hey, how are you guys? Good. Hey, Phil. 
I um sorry about that. My son wanted to stop talking as soon as you guys took me. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, the team, the team does feel like Bob does have a hard budget, and I think that you know, yeah, Devonte Parker spending is like the product of shopping in an aisle. Um, where the budget items are available. But also, I, I wanted to say, like, do you ever notice Media Blitz, the Kraft Media Blitz? It started it started way back when Bill made that real money-spending comment. And then after he made that comment, there was a few things came out with Kraft saying things. And then next thing you know, I you know, Bill, the way he played Mac Jones this year, it was kind of like, yeah, this is your guy, right? This is the guy you forced me to take, right? Here you go. Here he is again. Look at him. Look at him. Look at your guy. Like, it felt like this has been a back-and-forth game of spite for both of them. So I, I agree he's on to something there. You know, Bill came out and said what he meant. We're 27th in spending, which meant he was reined in. He was pointing the finger at Kraft. And the Kraft media blitz did come out very quickly and attempt to correct that in the Patriots spending. And it's no different than what we accused John Henry of doing. John Henry's building up Fenway Corners, and he's not spending on his team the way he used to. A $200 million payroll this year is what Mego heard weeks ago, and Cotillo has reported subsequently. So it's the same exact thing John Henry's doing. You know, Robert Kraft built up the lighthouse and the scoreboard and everything else around Gillette Stadium, and he's not putting as much into his football team. Same, same. But I, I've said for a long time, why did Mac? Why did Mac not get benched long-term? Like, he would get benched in games. Why was he not sat down? I've said maybe it was Kraft forcing Bill's hand. Other people have laid out what the caller has. And I wonder now with how Bill handled Mac yesterday, making him inactive, if it was Bill propping him up and being like, this is your guy. This is your guy. Take a look at him. This is your guy, Robert. And maybe he was, I mean, he's certainly a pawn in someone's game. Was it Crafts or was it Belichick's? I don't know. But I, I think there's merit to that take by the caller. I still think that Bill made the call on Mac being his quarterback and that maybe he was told or directed to take a quarterback in that draft and take him highly. And so that's how he ended up with Mac. But I still think that Belichick should wear the Mac choice as his part of his yeah, legacy you're, as You're GM. talking about the original draft pick. Yeah. What about if well, Bill... Well, but people will look at that and say, well, Bill, I we've heard it so often. Okay, but from fine. Callers. But oh, fine. Bill never wanted him. Maybe, so. Bill was, maybe Bill was on board when they drafted him uh, 15th overall. Do you think Bill was still on board going into this year after no. everything that went down? La- no, right, no, me no, either. No, no. So that that's more what I'm talking about. Um, and I think Bill probably took Mac a little out of his comfort zone, and that was owner influenced. I do believe that. Yeah, <clears throat> I'd agree with that too. And I think the Cam Newton, you know, I mean, if you look back at that and the Jared Stidham situation, Bill does make hard decisions about quarterbacks. And when I mean hard, like not difficult, but like hard and fast. And this is the way it is, and this is the way it's going to go, and that's how it is. And maybe this year with with uh, Kraft, it was it was a little bit different. But in terms of the spending. In that Herald piece, just one position that you can sort of look at, at offensive tackle, there were a bunch of guys that he could have signed. And or Callahan dra- or, and drafted. Ka- or drafted. And Callahan and Kai both said that, you know, uh, it was Orlando Brown and Donovan Smith and all those guys overrated, McGlinchey. overrated, McGlinchey, overrated. We don't want to spend money on those guys. We're fine with Riley Reef. That was a Belichick decision to only spend $5 million on the tackle position. Or I guess, what do you think, Joe? Do you think it's more no. likely no. that Belichick said, I'd rather just go with Reef here for $5 million, or that Kraft said, I'm not going to allow you to sign Donovan Smith or uh, Orlando Brown or one of these other guys we don't have enough money for? It. I don't think Kraft was going to let him sign a big ticket item like Orlando Brown. I think it's much more likely that Bill said, we don't okay. need that guy. We're going to go with Reef. That's Agreed. who I like. Agree to disagree. And Bill- Louder, Arcan. Bill- Thank you. <laughs> and Bill may have Hear thought- me in Brockton. Bill may have thought they're overrated, but I-, I don't think Kraft was going to foot the bill on a big ticket free agent like that. I don't. 
Uh, speaking of Bill's coaching staff, and this goes back to my feeling on why Bill should be gone, even if he'd give up personnel control. The whole thing's dysfunctional. Listen to Phil Perry discussing factions within the coaching staff, which builds off the report Arkham was just citing in the Boston Herald from last week. What's the latest on what could be the last game for the Patriots head coach? Kenny! Yeah, let me take you in a couple different corners of the building here, Michael. Let's start on the coaching staff side of it as all are considering what will happen next with Bill Belichick. I spoke with several sources who told me they truly don't know, but if they were leaning in one direction in terms of where it might go, there are a lot who are assuming this will be Bill Belichick's last game as head coach with the Patriots, and they would acknowledge, too, that it'll be hard for him to make his case in such a way to Robert Kraft that he will return. I've been told there is, quote, drama on the coaching staff right now as cliques have formed, not a lot of communication between individuals, between cliques that you might expect would have a significant amount of communication at this point in the year. Okay, cliques within the coaching staff. What is that, Bill guys and Mayo guys? I don't even know if it's as much as Mayo guys as guys who have been in Bill's inner circle and everybody else. Got it. And Mayo has been one of those guys in Bill's inner circle. So I wouldn't totally say, oh, it's these guys who are trying to jump, get a jump on what the future is and read the tea leaves. Because it also sounds like everybody down there, if you believe Mike Giardi's reporting, which I am inclined to do in this particular instance, people are just in the dark as in the dark as we yeah, are. Yeah, and so Reese wrote that over the weekend. Arkan, you have that tweet. You're the, I think you dropped that in. Maybe Mego dropped that in. The the Giardi tweet. What is what is going on with the coaching staff just to build oh, up? Oh, yeah, that Phil everybody's had? in the dark. And that, hold on, let me let me pull it up here. I did... Uh, well, that's what I'm asking you to do. Yeah. I know, I'm looking for it. Nobody I, knows what's going on is basically the gist. Yeah, of okay, it. Giardi says, I can't stress enough how in the dark staffers feel in Foxborough right now. They're operating as they would under normal circumstances, but have a cloud of uncertainty hanging over their heads. A number of coaches are in their final year of their contracts, so between that and Belichick situation, they don't know if they should be shipping off resumes and getting boxes to clean out offices, or if it's time to hunker down for one last chance to fix it. And then, Steve and Brian Belichick are like, Dad! <laughs> we don't want to move! Why are you leaving, Dad? Meanwhile, everybody else is worried about their you know, football future in the NFL. And Bill's like, let me show you this Harris Teeter. <laughs> You're gonna love it. Uh, you can see the tweet up now uh, in the Twitch chat from Mike Giardi. Uh, factions within the coaching staff. On top of that, could Bill take a year off to go do TV? Uh, I promise we'd get to Bill O'Brien and Mac, their futures as well. Phil had more on that. That comes your way next. You're on Jones and Mega with Arkin. Let me show you this Harris Teeter. <laughs> You're going to love it. Sports talk in perfect harmony. Ah, why you punish me? This is Jones and Mego. W-E-E-I. If you look at CBS or NBC or Fox, at Fox you have the opportunity to work with Tom Brady or Rob Gronkowski. At NBC you have the opportunity to work with Devin McCourty or Rodney Harrison. At CBS they're going to perhaps wipe out all of their older folks who've been there for a long time because they have expiring contracts. Cower, um, Phil Sims, Phil Jim Brown, James Brown. So there would be opportunities. You got for JJ Bill. Watt there now. You got Nate Burleson. You go there. Generation. You yeah. catch your breath. You bounce your grandchildren on your knees for a while. You show what a great communicator you are. You show how sharp you still are, which he unbelievably uh, is. And then you don't have to rush in to go cover the to go coach the Panthers or the or the Bears or or the Chargers. You don't have to. Squish this staff together in three weeks and be ready to go someplace else. You don't have to get into a pissing contest with the crafts. 
So that was Tommy Curran yesterday, NBC Sports Boston postgame show. I don't think Bill's going to do TV. But when Curran says it, my ears perk up a little bit because I think he's plugged in. Maybe like Bill, a wolf. Yeah, very much. Uh, my ears have perked up like a wolf. And so... You're so funny. Maybe Curran... Louder, Arkan. So maybe <laughs> Curran is hearing something. Maybe it's leverage on Bill's end, you know, to create... Um you know, a, a threat elsewhere where he would sit out and Robert Kraft would be on the hook for the money. Curran makes a great point, though, about the CBS pregame show. Is Pre- it the part where he could work with Rob Gronkowski on TV? Uh, no, just that all those guys are out. Yeah. All, all those guys on the opportunity. C- Nate Burleson and J.J. Watt, I think, are the only... And J.J. Watt's not full-time on that show. They're all... Their deals are all up. Sims, Boomer. I don't know what that means for this station uh, with his appearances. Uh, James Brown, they're all up. And so is that an indication that there's an open spot and Bill could be in the mix on, on CBS for a year? I don't know. Peyton did it. Other guys have done it. Just Bill, meaning Sean Payton. Bill's just so old compared to Sean Payton and some other coaches who have taken years off. I just don't, I don't know how many years you could take off. You want to go rebuild something and coach there for three, four, five years and try to get the wins record. You can't waste a year in your 70s. Right. To me, it's about that wins record. He has something very tangible that he's trying to reach. It's not like, oh, I don't know how much longer I'll coach, and so I'll take a year off, and maybe I'll come back for one more year, like a super senior victory lap. Like, it's going to take a little while to get to this record. 617-779-7937. It's how you weigh in on Jones and Mego with Arkan. Let's go to Cotto in Lemonster on the draft. Go ahead, Cotto. Hey, what's going on? So uh, it was more so about Bill, but I got two reasons, valid reasons, why he's got to go. One, because we have absolutely sucked ever since Tom Brady has left. Yep. We've been terrible. Sure. And two, if anybody on the staff would have ever made the mistakes that he's made or a player would have made the mistakes, he would have sent them out the door. So if you want Bill here, you like losing, and you're a weasel. Okay, so <laughs> I I just think a lot of fans are at this point now where it's actually happening, and they're getting sad and nostalgic about it. That's all. They look at it, and they go, he's the greatest coach of all time, which, you know, he's the most accomplished coach of all time. There's no doubt about that. He's definitely in the mix as the greatest coaches of all time. He's on that short list. And you're looking at it, and you're fearful of what's next. And all I would tell you is, if you're fearful of it, you were probably afraid of Claude Julian leaving. You're probably afraid of Terry Francona leaving. You're probably afraid of Doc and Brad Stevens leaving. You're a weasel. You were probably afraid of... Vulture. Vulture. Uh, you know, Parcells leaving uh, a long time ago. And, like, these teams have all landed on their feet. And so I just... I wouldn't worry about that. And I get wanting to give Bill his proper due and everything else. I, I get that. I really do. But yesterday was a real opportunity to do it. And because they're playing this PR game of making it look like they're waiting and discussing and they haven't decided anything yet, meaning the Crafts and Bill. Playing this PR game, you missed out on a real opportunity to, to I don't know, give Bill a, a moment yesterday at Gillette Stadium. It's true because do you think that there is a universe in which Bill, like three years from now, when maybe he's done coaching, if he goes and coaches somewhere else, do you think he'd come back for what Tom Brady did? Yes. And have like a little Bill Belichick moment where he waves to all the fans? Oh, as an opposing coach, you mean? No, just or, just in retirement. In retirement, definitely in retirement. Maybe as an opposing coach, maybe. I don't know if it if it's on bad terms. Like if these meetings this week, I know because but, it could go sideways. But Bill and Brady to, were on bad terms and they made up. Right. Belichick and Parcells were on bad terms and they made. Like I just feel like that would all blow over. Personally, I could be wrong about that, but I think that would all blow over yeah. eventually. He'd be out there ringing that bell. Right. I think. 
So you think that the bell's still going to be a thing by then? The keeper Ooh, of the light? Good point. The bell's way too new to be canceled already, isn't it? Well, I'm talking like four years from now. Four years isn't a long time with the bell. I mean, the bell's brand new. <laughs> Arcan's right? Arcan sounds a little concerned that the bell is still going to be yeah, there. Yeah, Arcan wants to cancel He's it. Like, cancel culture is coming after the bell. No, no, no. Arcan's like protect the bell. That's true. That's true. You, I just didn't think that really they the would opposite. stop doing the bell right that, that quickly. So, uh, look, I think, Bill, anybody worried about that, I think they'd get over it, uh, personally. Uh, we'll get back to your phone calls in a moment. 617-779-7937. I promised this uh, uh, answer from Phil Perry last night because it was interesting. We're talking about the futures of Bill and everybody else. Phil Perry also talked about Mac Jones, who you hear at the end, he spoke earlier today uh, with the media on breakup day. And in the beginning, you're going to hear Bill O'Brien and his name come up. Phil Perry thinks Bill O'Brien's back. In terms of the coaching staff, uh, my belief and the belief of those in the building right now uh, is that Bill O'Brien will return as offensive coordinator. We'll see how things end up shaking out with Bill Belichick and what Robert Kraft decides. Obviously, he had a huge say in the Patriots making a change at offensive coordinator this past offseason. But in terms of the quarterback room itself, after speaking with uh, multiple people who would be in that room, uh, the drama there, maybe not what you might expect. There is some natural tension is how it was described to me because Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi obviously both want to play. Only one could be the starting quarterback. They're also in similar places in terms of their careers. Zappi only one year behind Mac Jones in terms of NFL experience. Okay, so you have the the Mac-Zappi drama there that's in the room, and Phil says that's overblown. Bill O'Brien back. We already talked about this in the first hour, but let's reset. Thumbs up, thumbs down on Bill O'Brien back. Mostly thumbs down. I will say I had a conversation over the weekend where I was debating with someone whether Bill O'Brien coming back next year is a person who will help along a young quarterback if you take one of these quarterbacks in the draft. And they made the argument to me that O'Brien was successful with Deshaun Watson during his short time with the Houston Texans. And if you look at the records and you look at what Deshaun did there, and I said, well, how much of that is Deshaun Watson? Thank you. And how much of that was Bill O'Brien? And they said, you've been spending way too much time with Jones. (laughs) But that's what I would say. I'm like, oh, wow. So they drafted a quarterback at 12. just the question. And they moved way up in the first round. And it's like, oh, so he finally got a good quarterback and he had his best offense. And he still never had a top 10 offense. Thumbs down on Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I'm a thumbs down on him too. And I think there's one quarterback that may be in the draft that I don't think would be all that excited about working with him, which is the one who said, you shouldn't be a quarterback. Yeah, is <laughs> is know, he so. in this year? Is he going back to Alabama? So. I, think I don't he's know. He's going to go back, but either way, like I mean, that's sort of that's sort of the idea. Like O'Brien, I know he's a local guy, and I know that he's got you know ties around here. But this was a brutal season yeah. for him, and I just sort of feel like it's kind of the same thing with these young quarterbacks. I wonder how well he kind of gets yeah, through to them. I- I'm sure he's a good guy, and you know, like I know he's local and people like him and whatever. That's fine. I just he's never he's never coached what I would consider a cutting edge new wave offense. So I'm done. Ryan is in Shrewsbury. Go ahead, Ryan. Okay, Stu, simmer down. <laughs> hello, Ryan. Ryan Hi. Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Hi, my name's Ryan. Um, Hi, who are you telling to simmer yeah, down? Who are you telling to simmer down? God, Ryan, who are you telling to simmer down? Um, yo, 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 my buddy Mateo. Okay, Mate- yeah, Mateo, we're, we're simmer on, down. We're on the way to Boston. We're shipping up to Boston right now. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna put him on hold. How do we feel about this guy? Do we feel like this is do we feel like this is worth pursuing, Arcan? No. I just want to. <laughs> say, I like Ryan Mateo. You got to simmer down. There's bro. an open container law in Massachusetts. Please hey, Mateo, be safe. Mateo, shut up! Shut up! I'm gonna make my shipping up to Boston joke. I swear to God. I swear to God. Oh, come on! I mean, we've been working on that. We've been playing it out. We've been play acting this out. Method acting this out. It's my big moment. Shut up, Mateo. Mateo, you always do this. <laughs> 
Why can't you just let me have my moment? Pipe down, Mateo. Louder, you're Mateo. You're such, you're such, louder, Mateo. You're such a spotlight hog. Uh, six one seven seven seven. You're classic, such a, Mateo. You're such a Jones, Mateo. You're such a Jones. Uh, we'll get to all your phone calls coming up. Let's circle also, back. to his subject line only says Belichick. Oh, always dangerous. Uh, let's circle back to where we started with our big question of the day. If Bill were willing to make sacrifices, would you want him back in New England? That's next on Jones and Mega with Arkin. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.